Welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with your host, B. Wright Jones. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. This podcast show will bring you encouragement, inspiration, and hope. Know that it's time to walk in your purpose with clarity, confidence, and power. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with Be Right. Thank you so much for joining on today. I pray that all is well with you. I am here to share a message of encouragement with you, uh, to remind you that God loves you and that you can begin to walk in your purpose with clarity, confidence, and power. Last week, we talked about waiting on God. And we came from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the message that is coming forth and waiting on God. Part two, I just pray that this message will bless your people, that it will encourage them, uplift them, and let them know that you are a God that keeps your promises. You love us, but there's a process to everything um, and a strategy in, in how you do things. We have to trust your timing. So Lord, help us to trust you. Help us to wait on you. Help us to hope in you and to not faint, but to learn that you have a purpose behind everything that you allow in our lives. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this time. Have thine own way. Bless those that are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. So, this week is Waiting on God, part two, again, coming from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. So last week, I touched on a few things, and I just wanted to recap um, the five things that I shared from last week's message, you know, while you wait, five things that are important to do while you wait on God, because God, everything God does is strategic. Everything God does is to help us to grow, to become the person that he has created us to be. So it's about character. It's about integrity. It's about growth. It's about purpose. It's about learning. It's about helping others because it's not just about us. We all have a story that can help somebody else. So our journey is not just to benefit us, but it's to benefit others. That's how God is. God is a people person. God loves us. He loves people. 
He loves relationships. He loves for us to help others from the things that we go through in our life. So when we're waiting, it's a purpose behind it. It's not to harm us. It's not to hurt us, but it's to help us through the process to grow through. Did you get that? To grow through. Amen. So the five things that I shared on last week, when we are waiting on God to remember to forgive, number one, forgive quickly. Don't allow yourself to get in angry and petty arguments. Forgive quickly. Don't hold grudges. That's number one. Number two. Don't get offended easily. Let it go. If you need to to talk about it, you know, don't get bitter and angry. Don't get offended. You know, let it go. You don't want to get uh, in a situation where the enemy can create a snare. You know, offense is one of his number one ways that he gets us out of the will of God. Is to get offended. So don't get offended, beloved. Number three, stay kind. Stay sweet. Look at ways to get your mind off yourself and to help others and to be a blessing. Stay kind and be sweet. Number four, stay in prayer. Pray without ceasing. Don't give up on prayer. Prayer changes things. So, beloved, stay in prayer. Stay in faith, believing that God is with you. He hears your prayers and he's going to come through. But it's in God's timing. And number five, remain hopeful that God is going to move on your behalf. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he's going to bring it to pass. So rest, beloved, and remain hopeful in what God said that he is going to do. Amen. So we're going to jump right into part two of waiting on God. Beloved, it, it, it all boils down to how you are waiting. Think about the children of Israel. Why it took them so long to get to the promised land. They had attitudes. They complained. They weren't satisfied. They didn't keep a heart of, they didn't keep an attitude of gratitude. Come on now. How you wait makes a big difference. We have to check our attitudes at the door. We have to stay always grateful and in hope, knowing that God is going to move, but it's in his timing. God is working behind the scenes always on our behalf. He's helping us to build our character, helping us with renewing our minds. That's why we have to stay prayed up, Stay speaking the word of God over our lives and our family and our situations. You know, we have to stay uh, in a a posture of prayer and praise and and hopefulness. We have to. And while we wait, 
It's no use of us getting bitter and angry and mad at God because that's not going to help any. It's not going to help. So it's how we wait. Also, when you're going through a time of testing, we have to remember that this is for God to see or for us also to see how we are during those hard times, during those valley moments. I'm going to tell you something. When you're going through, you will then be able to see, just like Isaiah 40 and 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. When you're going through, you will have the ability to see just how strong you are in the Lord. Let me share with you. This has been a really hard season for me. And I'm thankful where I'm at now because I've come a long way. This beginning of the year, you know, had an amazing conference, um, Power Conference 2023. That was in January. In February, I had two major surgeries together. Oh, my goodness. That was really hard for me. Um, it really is still actually I'm still in recovery. I'm still recovering from the two surgeries that I had together. Um, they were necessary. I needed to get it done. Um, but it took a lot out of me. And I, as I said, I'm still recovering from February. Um, and I went through, you know, I'll share a little of my story because I want to encourage some people. You know, I had these two surgeries in February. When I had my surgeries, um, my kidneys were hit pretty hard. Um, I almost had to go on dialysis, but God is a healer. Thank God the team, they got to working and I didn't have to go on dialysis. Hallelujah. I thank God. Um, I developed blood clots in my lungs. Um, I've got shingles. Um, oh my gosh, I, I got an infection after I was discharged from the hospital, had to go back in the hospital, um, because of the infection, um, from February until May, I had to wear a catheter, um, because they had to drain, um, because of my surgery, they needed to, to drain. So that was from February to May. I had to wear a, a bag and I'm like, oh my God, you know, my legs have been so weak and different things. I had been going through it. And on top of that, um, I lost my cat in May. That was my baby, y'all. That was my baby. Um, I got her when she was two years old and she was 19 when she passed away. She was the sweetest cat. That was my baby. I miss her so much. Um, but she was sick. She had kidney disease and she began to fall over. She couldn't walk uh, much. and But she was such a fighter. She was such a fighter. But I had to make a decision. 
you know, to put her to sleep. And it was so hard. But I didn't want her to suffer. It was so hard. But I had to let her go. Um, I just... Oh, it had been hard. Do you hear me? And I want to be so transparent with you guys because it's not always easy. Oh my God. It's not always easy. And we wonder why one thing after the other, you know, one thing after the other, if it's, if it's not something, it's, something's coming, you know, and I'm like, Lord, but I've realized through everything. And then on top of that, a situation hit me with finances. But I'm going to tell you something. God stepped in in that last hour. He worked that situation out. Do you hear me? You know, he's been keeping me. The laws of my cat. Yes, I have my moments. I get teary-eyed. But I've been stronger than I thought I would be. Even with my health. I've been stronger than I thought I would be. That financial situation that God turned around. For me. I was stronger than I thought I would be. God, I'm telling you. He showed up and he showed out. Yes. For me. And I'm so grateful. And I'm sharing that with you today. To say don't give up hope. God is faithful. And I've learned so much. About myself. I'm going to tell you. There was years ago. Where I would get these attitudes. I would get mad with God. You know. I would. I would. I would. I would be. get. I would get in a backslidden state because I had an attitude. God, you told me you would do this for me. And because God didn't move when I wanted God to move, I would get an attitude and go off and do my own thing, which eventually got me into more trouble. But I've learned over the years, I have grown so much. I have grown so much. And even when I'm going through, do you hear me, beloved? Even when I'm going through the storms, I'm still looking for ways to encourage and to bless others. Come on. We have to remember that our journey is always about helping other people. What we go through is going to help somebody else. So my prayer is that you that are listening out there, beloved, that this story that I'm sharing is helping you, that it's encouraging you, that it's showing you that you can make it. You can make it. God is faithful. God is good. I think about, I talked about this a little bit last week. Paul and Silas, you know, in Acts 16, sometimes, beloved, when we do the right thing, the wrong thing happens. See, Paul and Silas, 
they were out on a journey. They ran into this woman. She was like a, a, a some type of a fortune teller. And Paul got tired. She was kept saying, you know, these men are of God, you know, speaking and prophet and uh, uh, being a fortune teller. And these men, you know, in the town were making money off of her. But Paul got tired and he cast that spirit out of her. The men in the town became angry because this was going to stop their money. So Paul and Silas were beaten. They were thrown in jail. But they didn't give up hope because in that last hour, they continued to pray. They continued to praise. And what happened? An earthquake, like it was like an earthquake took place. The chains fell off. The doors opened to the prison. They were freed. And this, and the, and the, the man that was guarding them, the guard, he winds up getting saved and his family. Listen, you see what I'm saying? It's not always about us. We have to stay faithful. People are always watching. People are encouraged and their lives are changed by the lives that we live. We can't live shabby lives. We can't just do things that we want to do. We have to live by the word of God. We have to be holy and set apart. We can't preach one thing and live in another way behind closed doors. Come on now. It's about integrity. It's about character. It's about being who you say you are. We can't make up things just to suit ourselves. We know what the word of God says. We know what the Bible says. And it gets me when people make up their own rules and make up their own things based on what they want to do. We can't do that, beloved. The word of God is our blueprint. The word of God is specific in what and how God wants us to live. If you're not married, you're not supposed to be fornicating, period. If you, you're not supposed to be committing adultery, period. We're not supposed to be, uh, you know, lusting after other people's things, period. We're not supposed to be stealing, being a thief. We're not supposed to be committing murder, period. God has a blueprint for our lives. And that's why it's so important that we stay connected to God, connected to his word, so that we can be prepared and ready for what God is going to do in our lives and taking us to the next level. God wants us to live our lives holy, set apart, waiting on him with a good attitude, being a blessing to others, staying constant in prayer, believing and knowing that he's going to come through for us. So, beloved, I pray that this message blessed you 
today. God loves us. He loves us with an everlasting love. But yes, there are things that God expects from us. And I'm going to tell you, in my situation where God came through for me financially, I'm going to tell you, I had to do my part, though. See, I've always been a tither, always been a tither. And when that situation came up, I took the necessary steps that I needed to do. I had to I had to send in some some paperwork. I had some things I had to do. I did my part. Then I had to wait and God moved quickly for me. So make sure that you have instruction on what God wants you to do. We can't always sit idle. Okay? So I want to be clear on that. Make sure that you're doing your part and God will come through. I am a living witness. So, beloved, I want to at this time to thank you again for joining in on part two of waiting on God, knowing that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever think or imagine. He's good like that. And just know that he loves you and he cares about everything. That concerns you. At this time, if you do not have a personal relationship with God, if you have not asked the Lord to come into your heart and to be your personal Savior, I would ask that you repeat this prayer after me. And I would like to give you this opportunity to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Dear Lord, I confess my sins and I confess that I am a sinner. I ask that you come into my heart and that you save me and that you be Lord of my life. I believe that you died on the cross for me and I accept you today as my personal Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you repeated that prayer after me, you are now saved. And I praise God and rejoice with you. So be encouraged, beloved. Always remember to keep looking up. And if you would like to connect with me in some way, You can do so on Facebook under B. Wright Jones. You can also connect with me on Instagram at keep looking up and the number seven and on Twitter. Keep looking up with two P's. All right, beloved, be blessed and I will be back on next week with a new message. Take care, beloved, and have a wonderful rest of the week. God bless.